of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Today on the show, uh, I have some uh, some dope guys um, that uh, are, um, they've played in many bands together. Among them are Pineapple Migraine, The Crew, and um, we're here to smoke some hookah, eat some donuts, and we have some coffee brewing in the background. We'll get to that later. But uh, I'd like to welcome Alex Seinfeld, Yanni Chudnow, Hello. George Ballesteros, and Josh Trimble to Mr. Nice Guy. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks, Thanks for, for having us. Of course. How we, how Thank we all, you. How are we all doing today? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. How about you boys? <coughs> wait, wait. Out. That hat was on his head. Yeah, you know, I'm doing pretty, 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 pretty good. What I tell you about inside jokes? We're not outside. You should really fuck off with that. Right. Yeah, you, you can you can leave and then come back when you've uh, admit, when you've uh, gotten a hold of yourself. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Go I'm figure sorry. your shit no, out. You tried and I respect. It's okay. All right, I'm gonna have it done. No, so Alex, how's your day going? Going all right. How's your day going? Good. It's fine. I worked. I did brunch and uh, took a little nap, and then uh, I uh, heard Yanni pounding on the door. I'm like, I should probably get that. Also, you nap. You nap here. I, I did take a nap on the Oh, couch, yeah. man. I usually, I, I spend a couple minutes here. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of just get work done, like, you know, whenever I can. And sometimes the only time I can is when I'm here late. So. Well, it's highly respectable. Thank you. Sleeping in your workplace, man, I fucking dig it. <laughs> Thanks, Yanni. Well, Yanni, how are you doing? I'm good, man. This summer has been a lot of drumming and trying to find, like, my way of making it. Mm-hmm. I guess as a musician, but when I say that, it's like that was not putting too much on your plate. Yeah. So as to find the time to spend alone, like find find the healthy balance of spending time with friends mm-hmm. and alone. So that's something I've just been working on this summer, gigging as much as possible, maybe teaching some lessons. But yeah, that's pretty much just been nice. Yeah. Um, you playing any other bands right now? Besides, um, at the moment, I'm playing in a couple other bands. I actually playing off. Somewhat of a noise band. Wow. With our mutual friend Jeremy Zellman. Shout out Jeremy. You, Jeremy. You're a good man. Great. Very attractive. Um, Say that again. And I, I play with like school projects. Very attractive. Like, like percussion on mm, mm, sure. things like that. But, uh, oh, yeah, and the Sunken Suns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm, Milton R- Tlaloc. Tlaloc. Sam Tlaloc. He'll be here in a couple weeks, actually. Uh, Milton and Sam Milton. will be on the show soon. Uh, looking forward to it. But, uh, They're good dudes, man. Great dudes, mm-hmm. yeah. A uh, lot of great work they do with MK Music Night. Yeah, Sam's looking. birthday tonight. Yes, happy, happy birthday, birthday yeah. Sam. Happy birthday, Sam. Virgo, I love you. Happy birthday, George, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, pretty good. Trying to find my voice. Uh, trying this whole music thing out. See yeah. how it's been gone. Yeah. Uh, and you're a freelance musician, yeah? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. <clears throat> I imagine it's a lucrative time of year. It is a uh, lucrative time of year. Uh, there's what these things called. Uh, 
you know, when you, when you get paid and pavement, you know, it's a uh, exposure. It's, a, it's exposure. Oh, you know? exposure bills, dude. They go a long way. They, they go the really long way. Right, yeah, right. Dude, they go long. Getting uh, getting paid and exposure. It's fantastic. Shout out Nate. Uh, Blue Shout out exposure. I saw that post. As the yeah, uh, Josh, how are you doing? Thank you for driving out from Chicago. Oh yeah, dude, of course. I've made the drive. Yeah. I mean, it's been a little hectic. Um, wow, a weekend down yeah, in Chicago, right? For sure. Um, I've made that drive like seven times in the past ten days, just because we've been moving back and forth, and house wasn't ready when it was supposed to be. Uh, this, that, the next, but. This is the last drive I'm making to Milwaukee for a few weeks. Damn, um, never coming back. And he was never seen. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last we had. So, um, yeah, um, I heard you had a bit of a, um automotive mishap last week. How did that go? Oh, yeah, that was tragic. I um, They don't play around in Chicago, man. I, uh, you gotta pay, if you're ever parked in a lot, Gotta fucking pay for that. Yeah, shit. yeah, I've gotten fucked with that too. It was <laughs> I as well. Yeah, I remember actually. I uh, took my ex's car. She let me bring it down to Chicago for a show, and it was uh, it was King Cruel. That was the oh, mm, fuck. yeah. It was a really so. But I got there like right when the show was starting. Like fuck, I need to find a parking spot. I was like. <laughs> That was like the Mr. Krabs like uh, meme website. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so I ended up parking it in a strip mall like right across from the Riviera and uh, completely ignored the no trespassing you'll be towed. And uh, yeah, I came back later and I was, I was towed. And it sucked. Uh, and uh, my friend had to bail the car out. Um, because I didn't have money to pay for that. But that that was not fun. It's charge, man. Yeah. It's yeah. expensive. How much did you pay for? 380. Yeah. Yeah, it was about, so it was about 40. It was just Always towing Milwaukee. Yeah. That's actually what they're called. Yeah. It was like two hundred. No, 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 come on. Man. It was respectable business. They're just doing their job. Yeah. 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 It was like yeah. it was like 270 when I paid and yeah, dude, I um yeah, uh, the power of Venmo. So that's a, yeah. that's a really uh, helpful tool. Hey, what's up? Yeah. I, uh, two might be too much for that. You can try. I, no, it's, it's, I feel like it needs to burn it's a bit stronger because for some reason it's not really hitting. Yeah, right I was now. really getting a hit. Um, yeah, we got the hookah. Thanks to uh, these boys for bringing us hookah. Yes. Josh, thank you for the Alex donuts. Alex's um, Shout out to Shirazi's. This thing's great. Shout out to always. I used to live right there. above Shirazi. Really? Shout out to Ben for living above Shirazi's. I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how did you like get this total? Oh yeah, just keep it. it. Oh oh oh, yeah, there it's, it's gonna oh, go. Dude, that's. I don't know, you just held fire. I did, dude. I just like mazel. Thank you, <laughs> dude. Incredible. I just fought an element Total. with the palm of my hand. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Josh, you wanna get the coffee? I would love to. Thanks. Watch your fingers, brother. So, so guys, uh, this is a very, very uh, extra special episode because um, this is the first time I've had uh, four guests on the show. Oh, really? Actually, that's yeah. pretty crazy. It, it's that's pretty crazy. Pretty wild, dude. I didn't know well, I was going to fit. This. It's the most you've ever had. I didn't know how I uh, was going to fit four chair, five chairs mm, in yeah. a frame. Oh. Special shout out. Yes. Number four. 
<laughs> Let's get down to business, guys. So, yes, what yes. we talk about in Mr. Nascary, talk about love, fear, inspiration, motivation, passion, all that stuff. You guys um, are, have been long-running musicians in the Milwaukee music scene, that's specifically the DIY uh, branch of uh, the Milwaukee scene, because, uh, you know, you guys have been in school, and I imagine you guys all, like, I mean, you guys, I know, went to school together. Yes. Mm-hmm. You, you went to Homestead as well, right? I went to, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, how did you guys all, like, first, like, become friends? Well, <coughs> well you know, Alex is pretty much your shtick. With the crew, so take the reins off. Uh, so in my school, what happened here? I just feel like I'm blocking him. No, that's okay. Okay, you're good. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Anyway. Anyways, in high school, you know, I wanted to start a band. You know, we were all in jazz band, but I wanted something more of a combo situation. Yeah. You know, start playing around and stuff. Right. So. I called a couple people in the band. Yeah, it was actually a couple none of these. Two, it was actually none of these two people to uh, start with, and you know we played for a few weeks, you know, and then I realized the drummer. I needed a new drummer. Oh, did you? So I had this cool kid around, and I'm like, I knew him from BBYO. Yeah, shout out, uh, shout out, shout BBYO. out, BBYO. Rachel. What, what's her last name? That moist. Rachel Bat. <laughs> Super Jewish, BBYO. Anyways, right, yeah. I was good friends with this man's brother, Simon. Shout out, Simon. Simone! Shimon! Shimon Johnson stuff! <laughs> yeah, yep. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, alright, Yanni, would you like to play? He said, you know, you're like, sure, why not? Mm-hmm. That's exactly how it happened. Obviously, yeah. Sure, I'm sure well, and, and so we just started, sure. you know, playing around. And were you always just playing saxophone at this time? Yeah, yeah, I always yeah. play saxophone. With, which one? We though? just started ja- playing jazz. Were you doing uh, alto or tenor? Alto. Nice. I actually, uh, fun fact, I played saxophone in middle school. Alto or tenor? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I started, I was a clarinet. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, okay. yeah. I played clarinet. <laughs> I played clarinet, but then I, like, learned, because the keys are very right. similar, because yeah. they're woodwinds, so, like, I... It was easy to pick up alto sax, um, but I gave that shit up after eighth grade. Otherwise, okay. I would have joined your band too. Yeah, man, I would have invited you. Oh, great! Cause... Sure, why not? <laughs> nice. I would have just a few years down the road after yeah. high school. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. I'd still be doing it. Um, so, and then, uh, so how did George and Josh here get in the picture? So, then, you know, we we were playing for a little while, you know, practicing. Not didn't have any gigs yet, and so then. You know, I, uh, we had this bassist at the time named Jesse. Shout out to Jesse. Shout, Shout out, out to, to Jesse. Jesse. Honigberg. And you know, God bless. We, uh, bless. you know, we're just starting out, and Yanni's like, hey guys, do you guys want to play at Summerfest? <laughs> we're like, well, we really haven't done anything. That's, that's not, that wasn't our first game, was it? With the crew? It might have been. If it is, that's crazy. It wasn't Town Club yet. <laughs> Shout out to Charles Love. Charles Love, you are the man. And that's the whole next part. Of you are the all. Story. You are so loved. You want to tell this part of the story? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Since you're on the cameras. line, yeah. Well, my dad's my dad's friend was working with this trumpet player named Charles Love, who's kind of like a smooth <clears throat> jazz trumpetist. Sure. Very much a performance man. He gets on stage. He knows exactly what to say to all the mm-hmm. kids. And wives and husbands, yeah. mothers and fathers. He's a talker. He's a talker, man. This this fucker knows how to talk. You put him on stage, everybody has a good time. I had a good time. He had a good time. Charles is probably having a good time. 
Charles was having a good time. Yeah, that was a great time. So we were working with Charles, and he time. had the Summerfest <laughs> gig. Okay. Yeah. But my dad's friend who was managing him yes. finds out that Charles doesn't have a band. Oh wow. Two months before the Summerfest gig is supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. He was gonna use like MP3 backing tracks. And he's like, dude, you can't do that, it's Summerfest. So then he actually, my, he told my dad the story. And my dad goes, oh, my son, he has a band. And my the band son. was with Alex, my son, <laughs> a band. He started sobbing, like, <laughs> he plays, my son. Beautiful. <laughs> Tears and smiles of glory. <laughs> oh, glorious, my son. <laughs> oh, I love you. <laughs> Hark. He's a Shakespeare. Shakespeare's nothing compared to the love I have for my son. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, um, great. Good. Yeah, so the band That's was well. the crew with uh, Alex George, and shout out to a Ricky Kubli. Ricky Kubli. I, I didn't have a guitar player, and I'm like, I need a guitar player. Oh, yeah! I am so sorry. Shout out to Jesse Honigberg. George was not in the band at this time. It was Jesse Honigberg as well. Sure. Yeah. Although George did join us for the next two times at Summerfest. But, um, yes, we played the Summerfest gig, and that's kind of when the crew started picking So that was your focal point of playing out was Summerfest. That's how it started. Yeah, that wow. was like the first thing. That's, like that's the a, I mean, that's kind of cool because there's a lot of bands out here in Milwaukee that would kill to be right. landing It's unusual, this is because, I mean, yeah. you guys started on the... BML stage? Uh, yeah, first Dude, I mean, people, it's like a milestone to be playing Summerfest for a lot of bands. And well, the fact that you guys, yeah, and the fact that you guys started with that, that's pretty cool. I mean, kind of like it's, it, it's like sort of a jump start with like playing to a massive mm -hmm. crowd. It's mm -hmm. such a large caliber right away. You know? Oh, without a doubt, man. Without a doubt. Yeah, so, um, cool. So then, uh, so you started doing Summerfest and then, um, when did that become sort of like uh, branching out into like, you know, playing more on the circuit? You know, I don't think much came just from the fact that we played at Summerfest. More so, it was an internal thing. Yeah, it was internal, totally. Yeah, we played at Summerfest, we had this, this taste, and it became more natural mm -hmm. of just, hey shit, this guy's calling me for a gig down here, I go down there and I play that gig. Yeah. Oh shit, I just made a band or I joined a band. That band has a gig down here. You were still in high school at this point, right? I was a freshman yeah, in college. Yeah, senior, you were oh, a freshman. Yeah. So, like, you know, we were still learning how a band kind of operates since we were so young. Yeah. So, like, it was a good learning experience. Oh, without a doubt. And yeah. fucking... Oh, sorry. No, I just feel like, from what I saw, like, because I was very on the outside, I didn't, even, I didn't even know you at the time, but just, like, from the aftermath of, like, seeing you guys, like, what I've always known the crew as is just, like, the hang. You know, it's yeah. as we're always. Yeah. It's not very. It's not very it's traditional bang. when it comes to like um, bebop and swing. And I mean, you guys are playing standards for the most part, but um, it very much so. It was a very genuine display of like the friendship amongst the four of you. I'd say. Also, um, seriously. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, and yeah, um, and that's that's akin to how. It's just in your guys' nature as, like, you know, through the bands that you guys have been a part of. Like, you guys are just having the fucking time of your lives on and off the stage. You're having so mm -hmm. much fun. We're, you know, laughing your asses off a lot. It's my understanding that, like, a lot of, like, material that you guys build on comes from just... Like inside jokes and just sort of. That's the majority of it. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, added some, we had a set of rule for, you know, I gotta, you know, <laughs> for George, hold myself. 
for no inside, even though we were inside, and I got to use my inside voice. Well, it's, it's impressive. Yeah. We'll be talking to like the most random. And that's why I was low key a little worried about having you guys on here because I was afraid of how many uh, jokes would would be put on the table. I'm fucking serious. Good. Yeah. Good. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't forget it, okay? <laughs> Fucking Please don't whip. That was an inside joke. I almost... Good catch. Yeah, yes. yeah you, you held yourself back for a second. So also, like, you know, because there's like, what, seven people in Pineapple Migraine, uh, you guys were like, yeah, I hope, I hope we can get together this year, you know? <laughs> like, lining up your schedules and shit, so I'm glad I got, I'm glad I got four of you in one room. Oh, dude, it's good to be here. I mean, yeah, I've yeah. seen a lot of your interviews. For one, I like you. Thank you. But I, yes. I like you too. You should have. You're like just you. a Mr. Nice guy. What is that? Fuck you! Yes! <laughs> I think I'm gonna start using that at the end of all my uh You know how I have an outro? Like the, the Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be my new one. You're just Mr. Nice Guy. I think I'm a Mr. <laughs> Right, so um so then uh mm. so obviously you guys yeah, so pick off where we left off. So um when you guys were playing like Summerfest and stuff, so when you guys start playing like other gigs or like I guess sort of reformulating, you know, your band projects and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Well just like the timeline, you know, like from where you guys left off, we were talking about Summerfest. Okay, yeah. So then, you know, I was a freshman, uh going into sophomore then, and then he was going into college. And so we started picking up the, our guitarist, Ricky, you know, started getting us some private, private parties, sure. which were really cool. Nice. You know, we were playing at a uh, town club for a little while. Shout out to Patrick. Shout out to Pat. And then we started playing, Can you know. Can you back? <laughs> <laughs> no inside jokes. That was just mean, dude. <laughs> That's a blow. That was a blow. Catch Anyways, then we started playing, you know, Different private parties in Whitefish Bay. Uh, Charlie's Night Out was another mm -hmm. one. Indeed. And, you know, so we started to grow, play more, you know, a couple, a wedding. Oh, fun. And so you guys would be a fun wedding, fun wedding crew, I imagine. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's the crew. It's the crew. It depends on the vibes. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Can you play this song? These guys no. get a little, uh, a little crazy. <laughs> You're like, we're only strictly 80s Joel, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Nickelback issue with. Nichols. <laughs> <laughs> but then Jesse started to, uh, you know, get busy, and you know he's in Pennsylvania, and wow. so yeah, yeah, and so you know he said he didn't know if he could do it much longer. So yeah, happens. Obviously, we all knew George. I'm like, he's a pretty, pretty, pretty good bass player. And don't forget that the dude sitting right here started playing bass. Is it junior or senior year of high school? I believe it was senior year of high school. That makes Holy no sense. Holy shit. Damn. That makes no sense. He was a saxophone player as well. Mm. Beforehand. Mm. Wow. Altor Tender. Barry. Uh, oh. Barry. Gotcha. That, that thing is cumbersome. Yeah, well said. It is comfortable. <laughs> Good. So, I'm, so then you started jamming with them and stuff. And yeah, so then you, you want to take it away from here, George? Yeah, let's go. And, and then, yeah, I, I, believe, uh, I believe Alex came up to me and was just like, you know, you want to join a band? And I was just like, yeah, join a band. And then we got a wedding. We did that wedding in like, you know, in downtown. 
And then we did that one place, you know, in the, in the forest, <laughs> the first forest. And then it's just like it grew into a, like a... The forest gate? The Catalina yeah. wine mixer gate? Or <laughs> not, not Catalina. It was a different forest. Oh, okay. But it was a wine mixer. It, it was, was a the wine... river gate. The river game. Oh, I played that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, we. Well, the first one I played with you guys, though, was on, uh, oddly enough, 420. I remember the date. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. um, it was at that, like. It was a weird fucking building. Beautiful. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I think it was. Um, river was. I think it was Lake. Lake. Really cold. Uh, Lakefront Brewery, okay. was it? Or, no, it wasn't. It was, it was like an office building, but it was converted from, like, a hangar or some shit. Do you remember, yeah. like, the building was really strange, but then it had, like, normal-ass cubicles in it? I can't remember what it was. You yeah, it was, yeah, it was for some, like, uh... It was, it was right next to Lightfoot Brewery. Right, yeah. 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 But it was, I can't remember the event, but... It was cool, because for me, I was a freshman... I had met Yanni, um... At freshman orientation. Nice. For UWM. Uh, so, 2016, July 13th was the day. That, and he was literally the first dude wow, that's real. That I is met real. at UWM, which is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it's kind it's of like crazy. Nice. goofy ass look came it's up to me and just like, brunch. Are you Josh Trimble? <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, I am. Wear it out, please. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, for a semester and a half, um, I was at UWM studying jazz oh, guitar yeah. under Pete Bellman. Yeah. Fantastic <laughs> instructor. And, uh, so, my freshman year, they, the year that Yanni and I got into UWM was the year. <laughs> the first year that they had cut the jazz studies oh, major. Wow. You think that's a budget cuts thing? Uh, oh yeah, yeah for sure. That was my year. They cut it. It was your year they cut oh, it. Was, yeah, it was okay. a year. Yeah. So I was gonna do jazz yeah, studies, so. but then two weeks into my right. They actually year, shout out to Burmeister. <laughs> <laughs> they actually. So I mean, so I mean, I was I was right across Space Plaza from you guys. I was studying journalism uh, in Bolton Hall. Uh, and uh, the budget cuts affected my broadcast track yeah. actually a lot too. Like our our department got weeding out sort of like the a lot of the broadcast resources that we that I initially came to school in the first place for. Right. So like people that people that like downplay how big of a deal those budget cuts were, like don't know like probably aren't in a major where like that actually like had. You know, serious effect on the students. You know, and it's well, it's a shame. It was tough. I mean, I almost didn't. Um, when I got to school, there was some miscommunication amongst me and an administrator, where he had claimed that uh, the jazz guitar major, which is separate than the jazz studies, because sure. it's under the private instruction of Pete Billman. Um, but an administrator told me that the jazz guitar program was getting cut as well because uh, flamenco, which was like a um, style that you could study on uh, yeah, guitar sure. at UWM got cut. Damn. So I almost didn't like go either that or I was gonna like try to audition for fingerstyle even though I had like no zero uh, like experience with fingerstyle. Oh. Um, but luckily like you know Pete was still in it. I was able to study under him. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah so fast forward to 420 of our freshman year. I had dropped out of school because I need to work on some personal stuff. Um, but it was like my first ever um, swing gig, really, because I mean, which is crazy. I never, I wow. never played with the big band Straight at the time. Straight up baffles, like, just completely blows my fucking. Because um, I had only been studying jazz at the time for like under a year, um, and these guys took me aboard. I didn't know any jazz heads, I didn't know shit. Nice. I just like could kind of read chord charts and. Well, the thing is, you got the ear, you know. 
Uh, yeah, I, I could I could catch on, and uh, it was fun. It was fun hanging, and it was really, it was a cool gig for me to play with you guys. We played that gig, um, and then we played that one gig by the river. It was like a, I forget, I saw Anthony Deutsch, um, or Father Sky play a gig with Kaylee Conway and shout out Kaylee Conway, Kaylee one Conway's of the greatest. Conway. She'll be here next week. Oh heck, on the yeah, show. that's awesome. With Ellie Jackson, yeah, it'll be a good, it'll be a good episode. Nice. Yeah, she's a shout out to some oohs, yes, <laughs> and some Kaylee. and some eyes. <laughs> yeah, but Ooh. sure. Um, oh, yeah. And so then I think fast forward, uh, Yanni and I got a place together on Kramer, which we just closed the doors. Oh wow, it's true. Um, it's true. The yeah, ven- the venue shut down. Yeah, damn near mm. two years. It was two good years time. Yeah, that was, was a good time. Cause Cause was, I mean, our landlord, God bless him. Shout out to Chris. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> good man. Chris. Um, Yanni's room was a basement, like a finished basement. And shout out to you for letting us use it as a rehearsal space. Shout out to people house. actually coming over. Check it out, little old me. Little me. But uh, Joe Hummiston, the leader. Shout out. Joe. Shout out to Joe to Shout Mormonism. To, Joe. to Mormonism, yes. <laughs> it's a uh, morningism. Our favorite Mormon. Sorry. Word. In the morning. Um, so that's an inside joke. It's good so, me. yeah, so uh, so that, I guess that, I imagine that segues into Pineapple Migrant. Yeah. Because sure. um, he can't. Joe, who is still attending UWM, um, and Yanni was at the time. I don't know if you still are. Oh, part time. Part time. Sure. Yeah. Um, Got food in the door. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Just can't take it away from that. Can't take it out of me, go on. Don't put it on that. So, Joe goes up to Yanni. Um, he's just like, hey man, we should start a band. Um, I'm being honest to myself, it was supposed to be a blues band. Mm-hmm. But uh, it just didn't happen that way. Um, so, Yanni, George, Joe, and I started a band, Pineapple Migrant. Um, the name came from a Facebook meme that I found, which no, was um, reason why you take Tylenol and your favorite fruit is your new band name. So, right. pineapple and migraine, you know. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, had a ring to it. It was almost a marijuana, fall- marijuana, marijuana follicles. Marijuana follicles, yeah. it was almost the name. <laughs> I'll just start That's a good name for like yeah. two months. Thank God that didn't stick. Oh, dude, that's so bad. <laughs> then I start seeing, yeah, Pineapple Migrant. Cause, so, I, from my end, like, I knew Alex because we were in the Alpha Epsilon Pi fraternity. Uh, and um, at one point we tried to get Yanni to join, but that it didn't. It is true, it is true. But they found out I was not Jewish after all. <laughs> but I was not allowed. Well, so, like, so like, Epsilon Pi. So, like, I always knew that, like, Alex was playing music and, like, that you were, that Alex was, um, I knew the crew at first. And sure. Actually, fun fact, Pineapple Migraine at Summerfest was the first, I think, the first Milwaukee band I've ever seen. Really? Like, first well, it was technically the crew. Sure. Yeah, yeah it was probably, yeah, okay. So, so it was, it was like, like a fusion, because all... that's, like, the big thing about this, we can't come like as a group because there's just so many friends and musicians that yeah. play in so many different. It's like we gotta lives. have this guy; he'd make it so much better. Yeah, it was right. literally like the crew plus Joe and other Matt people. Heilman. Yeah, yeah, Joe and Matt Heil. You didn't play that one, did no, you? But you played with the big band. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's but right. point that's being, right. it, so then the crew was the first Milwaukee band I've ever seen, and hey. I mean, I'm, yeah, and I'm covering you know the Milwaukee music scene now, and like back then, it's like. 
you know, I'm just supporting my friend playing his music out. And uh, here we are, and like now. That's a very nice guy thing of you to do. Thank you. With the Mr. Mister. Nice guy. Mr. 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 Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, and think, how to think of it now, that was a very pivotal moment because now, like, you know, local bands and a lot of music is my whole life. Uh, so, um, and I always, like, I mean, I feel like we are just so, and you can attest to this, like, we are so, like, invested in the internal, um, uh, you know, tensions and, and uh, orders of business and just, you know, everything, all the, all the devotion that went into doing our fraternity that like I felt like I didn't really get to like hang out with you or like really even get to know you too well outside of it and I always wanted to like you know you know it's just important to have relationships oh, outside yeah. of that shit so like hey <laughs> I hear you're really are yeah, a mister nice guy you think so I'm a nice guy shout out to the nice guys out there Hey, shout, shout, out to, shout out to all you nice guys. Shout out to Jazz Funding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At UWM. So anyway, so so then uh, in turn, so <laughs> I knew so I knew who you were through Alex, yes, yes. Uh, and then I met both of you guys. I knew who you guys were because you were in the band, but I met you guys when I actually saw you guys play, and I'm like, man, these guys have so much fucking fun together, you know? It's, like you guys are just that's what a band should be, you know? Mm. Like a, a band should be like. Friends hang out, fucking around, having a good time, but you're also like just lovably serious about it too. Yeah. You know, you guys are very talented musicians. You guys play very like I mean, you, I imagine you guys practice a shit ton and like you wouldn't believe it, but we do more smash than practice as a band. <laughs> but that's, that's smash so that's but, but but you guys still have fun. But you guys have been playing out. You guys, I mean, I've been a band for a long time, and you guys are playing out gigs and stuff like that. So, uh, so when what was like your guys' uh, first gig as uh, Pineapple Migraine? Uh, Tony Scotton's house. Yeah, shout out to Tony oh, Scott, man. Yeah. A great man. The brother. Another mother. Seriously. One of my. Closest friends from high My school. apologies, Tay, for throwing my bass at you. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. Uh, shout out to Tay. Um, Tay Music. Uh, George almost murdered her with his oh, bass. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know who Tay is. I yeah. haven't seen her yet, but... Uh, She's killing. Nice. Crazy voice, man. Boy, yeah. Um, Fantastic voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tony Scotton um, was hosting this, like, uh, hosting this show. Um... Actually, it was where I met uh, John Lenz prior. Oh, he, he shout out a, John Lenz, Hopper's Luck. Yeah, exactly. Um, he hosted a show. The uh, no, okay. Uh, I'm okay. Alex, last you show are before the apocalypse. Um, good. Or last summer before the apocalypse uh, was Tony Scotton's first call. house show that he threw because he was moving away. Good call. Um, and um, and so then the following. <laughs> Show that we uh, that he threw was uh, like I think the same play on words where it was like the f like uh, first summer after the apocalypse. Mm -hmm. uh, and we played that show, and at the time Alex wasn't with us yet. It no, was just, it was not. Uh, mm -hmm. Just the four. Um, and so then from there, um, I think the first gig that you played on was the Liniments show. 
Or we did a house show. What about the attic show? The attic yeah, show. Murray Attic. Shout out to, shout out to Anthony Massans, yeah. Murray Attic. Massans. What a place. Oh, yeah. That was a fantastic show. Yeah. I, I love, like, DIY venues. Like, not, like, the Murray Attic and Anthony, like, especially. And Nausicaa's another great one. Um, uh, uh, Christian Porter, Downer House. Mm-hmm. Um, like, people actually fucking care and they show up. Yeah. You know? Like... It's amazing to see, like, the Murray Attic fucking fills up. Oh, yeah. God, no, yeah. My first time there actually was this past January. It was uh, A to Z. Uh, yeah, and... Um, was it their last show? I think, yeah, I think yeah. so. But I couldn't even, like, see the band because it was, I was... Shout out. I was there! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, I couldn't even make it to the front or anything. Couldn't even really, like, get to see the music. Shout out to Z Kelderman. I have to pee really bad. And Aaron Miller, and Dave Hardley, and Anthony Gonzalez. Cypress! <laughs> you said fucking, you said well. Yeah. So how do you guys like decide like which band is going to be like gigging, doing what gigs? Because, I mean, there's obviously like, you, you guys are, it's kind of confusing when you guys are playing under what outfit. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I, imagine. I would say, um, lump sum of the pineapple gigs that were played were booked by Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise me, I would say. But like sure. because I have my foot in a lot of different projects as well, like mm-hmm. I'll tend to book like solo shows, um, or I book the uh, Soul Clap, which is like that summer project that I started sure. up with Liam. Nice. Um, shout out to Liam Hartnett and Soul Clap and Josh Elke and Tyler Craft, Oliver the Ferb, Madeline McNichols. Give me, I'm gonna be tagging a lot Matt of Sherman. people. Matt Sherman, yeah. A lot of people. Mm-hmm. Matt things. Sherman of the Keystones. Yep. Yeah, he plays bass. And Shout out to Keystones. Keystones, awesome. That new music video. Oh yeah, totally. super dope. Yeah. So, um, does that also kind of determine how, like, when you guys are going to be practicing yeah, under? under yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It was. Uh, <laughs> so it's always like, it was you know, we should have a pineapple uh, rehearsal tonight. I'm like, ah, oh, we got a we got a crew gig though the next week. We got a practice for that and so you know we work it out but it's easy because they all live together oh yeah yeah, yeah that made everything fucking for seamless sure. right. well for one we all live close to each other but the two of us living in the same spot right where he has a large amount of the gear i have the drum set mm-hmm. and the space and just the yeah. space right. having all that shit down there it's like, right, everybody and the smash and smash and, smash, yeah. and the mario kart smash is a catalyst it's a fucking catalyst. It it's a catalyst. It builds no Yes, it does. I love that catalog. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a really big Catalina. It's it a, is, man. It's a great oh, castaway. That's a big mix. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> um, so, so, good notes ahead. So, I mean, obviously, with um, now because of Josh, you um, moving down to Chicago, and yeah. isn't Joe leaving too? Joe is... Or is he staying? Yeah, he's going to be around. Oh, okay, sure. So Liam's the other one that's leaving. Oh, that was it. Liam's leaving. So, that kind of... Uh, so, with the fate of Pineapple Migraine, I guess, like, like what's what's happening next? I don't know. It's... We'll be put to rest, but there will be chances of we'll awake again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Yeah, no, seriously. Um, well said. Yeah. You're going to be, yeah. you're going to be, like, yeah. in the, in a slumber of sorts. Yeah. You know, you know, like, fucking, yeah. you know, like, bears... Yeah. Yes. They like go to sleep for the winter. Yeah. yeah. You know what a bear is. I, I know. Yeah. Bear. So you know like a bear. Yeah, I know a bear. Yeah. Chicago. Right. You know like Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So 
I mean, more or less, like, for me, I think, um, Liam leaving, uh, was, like, kind of another factor into us, like, parting ways. Um, I think when it comes to, like, moving forward, I know Yanni and I are trying to get a lot more academic when it comes to, like, our study of our instrument. Yeah, right. Um, so my pursuit of Columbia, um, and jazz studies as a whole, composition, whatever it will be, um, I just am trying to get a lot more serious and a lot more, um, just have more of a single focus because yeah. I'm just juggling so many things. Right. I was juggling so many things while living in Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. um, which was a beautiful experience and it taught me a lot about how to, because I think that's just going to be the nature of my life as a DIY musician. Of course. You yeah. know, it's just like you've got so many irons in the fire, you've got so many emails, responses, so many different right. things to, you got to have your head on the swivel and I'm grateful for that experience. Um, but going forward, I, I don't think it's the, uh, the the hard end of pineapple by any means. Um, it's just for me personally, um, it's not the, on the top of my priority list because yeah. I have to focus on my training. Of course. Um, I mean, and it's also like, and I don't know this from, cause like I'm from Chicago originally and like, it's hard to stay in touch with like, or really, really uh, keep, um, just keep tabs on what's going on in a completely different city like, yeah. with your friends out there and everything. But like, I don't, it's like, it's like being in a completely different world totally. almost, you know? And it's only, I mean, I know it's only like an hour away, but right. it is still like, it makes that much of a difference. Oh, it really does, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Even between like uh, being like, you know, in Shorewood to River West is a very different yeah. vibe. You know what I'm saying? It's like completely different culture. Right. And so it's it's kind of, I mean, it, yeah. So, I mean, that's totally understandable, man. Um, so being, so now that you are going to be in Chicago, like, um, so how do you feel like uh, you are going to move forward with like doing like music, like academically and personally, yeah. like finding that balance. That's gonna be the, I guess that's where the, like the beauty and the mystery lies ahead for me is like, um, that is sort of to be, de uh, to be, de yet to be determined. Cause sure. Columbia is very, um, they have a very, uh, they focus a lot on like ensuring that their students are doing things outside of school. Yeah. Um, they, they care a lot about the academics, but they also, a lot of the, the majority of the professors are gigging musicians mm -hmm. themselves, wow. huh. and um, they want to connect their students and like you know especially for the people that work hard and you know do the work, show the stuff, show that they're capable and like on top of things. Yeah, um, it's kind of like it just, it's seemingly like sort of like a a recycled or just like an assembly line. You know, it's just like keep. Um, birthing more active. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Musicians into the scene, and so for me, like, it's just gonna be a matter of, like, you know, what opportunities. I've gone to, um, a few shows now, and, like, an open mic down there, and, um, nice. so at first, I think it'll definitely be, like, a, a soft focus on, like, some solo shows yeah. and whatnot. And it's gonna be, like, a much bigger market to work with, obviously. For sure. Like, for sure. I mean, it's really, I think it's so easy for us in Milwaukee to be, like, you know, showing up for the scene, like, you know, having all these, like, you know, DIY gigs where, like, people can easily become connected, easily so collab, like, that kind of stuff. Like, that's why there's so many, there's so many, like, different, you know, D 
DIY venues or you know bands that operate in that circuit that all know each other. Right. Mm -hmm. That's easy to do here, but yeah. in in Chicago, I mean, it's it is it's easier in some senses in Chicago though. Especially like I'd say the biggest thing is transportation because oh, yeah. like in Milwaukee, like you know if I've got friends like in Shorewood or like friends that are living in Glendale, and, like, <coughs> I've got a gig in Bayview, and they don't have a car, like then it's just like ah like. Let me know when you're playing closer, and it's like totally yeah, you know, like I get right. that. Um, I've definitely I've had a car for a while, but like I know what it's like to not have a car, and yeah. relying on Milwaukee's bus system isn't always like the oh yeah user friendly thing sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But people come out in Chicago because of like you know the trains, the buses, all the different methods of transportation. The yellow have. It's, yeah, yeah. Oh my life, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it makes it a. Uh, I think yeah. more accessible. You're not gonna run out of places to go, people to meet, right. or just things. Places, yeah, places to play. For like, sure, there's gonna yeah. be so fucking many. But um, but yeah, in that in the sense where like Milwaukee is a smaller, like tight knit community, I think that's like where it has the advantage of like yeah. it's small, it's big enough where it's like vast, but small enough where like yeah. people can eat off of each other's plates while filling each other's plates and yeah. like keep each other fed, you know? Dude, the, the metaphors are out of this world. <laughs> no, that's a good way of putting it though. I mean, and actually I had a conversation with somebody on the show recently where like, it's like, when you're talking about, like when you meet somebody at a show in Milwaukee, it's so easy to be like, Oh yeah, when are you free next week? Let's like get together sometime, you know, like let's let's meet up. Like mm -hmm. let's plan a time and a place to do this. In Chicago, it's like if you meet someone you're like, let's go to the studio or look, let's go, we have to go, let's go practice, go to my like it has to be that immediate because it's mm -hmm. so big and there's so much going on. It's like such a stimulating environment to be in because it's such a bigger sure. city. So interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean I, and that makes sense, like because yeah, like I mean I could connect with somebody and plan a coffee date with them in Milwaukee next week or whenever we have time. But in Chicago, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's, I feel like you have to, it's so much more fast paced. Right. It's yeah. either, it's, it's either like an immediate hang, um, or like, you know, I just so happen to have free time in the next couple of days or like, it's going to be like two months from now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Calendar is mm -hmm. like booked up with a bunch of projects and shit. Yeah. Um, totally. which that's just kind of the way that I operate in general. So like, it's kind of, or I've adjusted to operating that way throughout my time in Milwaukee, so it's been, it will be nice um, going into Chicago. There you go. Do so. Awesome. Well, uh, I'm glad we'll still have you up uh, from time yeah, to time. I'll be around. Yeah. And um, touch on to touch on Pineapple too. Kind of going back, like, I mean, especially just seeing some of the bands um, in Chicago, seeing some of the acts. Like, I definitely like want to get us down there and like. Yes. I mean, I, I, I know. I'm I haven't okay talked to you guys about it yet. So. <laughs> I will allow this to happen. <laughs> My mind would probably be made up. <laughs> I think we've been playing mind. long enough together where it's not like, I mean, at this point, it's just riding, like riding a bike. You know, it's going to take a rehearsal for us. To well, yeah. The thing I, I is, I don't know, but with like, the crew, we don't play gigs for a big chunk of time because, you know, we're all busy with right. other stuff. And then Ricky's up at Lawrence. And Shout so, out to Lawrence. And Appleton. Great town. Appleton. 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 There's, App a, there's a building there. Appleton. This, <laughs> yeah, there is a building there. There's some buildings there, I think. No, one. Oh. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Oh, okay. Anyways, whenever we get back together, <laughs> we are all 
We're all better. It's awesome to play because we're actually better than we were last time, even though we didn't practice at all. Yeah. And it's been like six months. So you were in Taiwan for about. You were in Taiwan for about four months. How much did you miss it? Uh, miss he, miss these guys and playing. Oh, I missed it a ton, man. I, I missed miss your brother. I missed, I missed you, brother. I wish you guys could come down to Taiwan. Yeah. So come much, down. We talked about it a lot. Yeah, dude. You know, they'd just be nice, or we'd be playing Smash, or just like. And I'm just like, dude. I swear to God, I'm yeah. gonna buy a fucking ticket to Thailand right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> China too. And then be like, where's Alex? And then Alex is like, I'm in Taiwan, right. not Thailand. I remember. I think I actually. I think I texted you when I was like going to their shows. Like, dude, I'm covering your band. Like, and yeah. you're like. Yeah, I'm, I'm in Taiwan, but uh, have fun. <laughs> I will not be there. So yeah, so how did the dynamic, like, like how is it different, like not having him there? Well, we uh, we had a couple of dudes, uh, Tyler Kraft on right. tenor saxophone and uh, Mike Lizzo on trombone sub for Alex, who played alto and Basil. Um, Hab Hoblet. Hoblet. Sorry for butchering. Shout out saying. to Basil. Shout out to Basil. Shout, shout out, out to Mike. Bob. Shout out to uh, Tyler. Tyler. Ty. 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 Yeah. Great. So, uh, the two of them took over, and uh, it was an interesting Great. shift because I think at the time uh, Liam and I were getting more into um, like orchestration for like part writing and stuff. Um, Liam's very into it, and he was kind of um, taking me by the hand, showing me the ropes for. Um, just like composition, like online using like software to write out horn parts and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so we kind of took the opportunity to like having new players to be like, okay, like let's try like this new system. And so Pineapple's like sound changed a little bit. Oh, changed a little. Um, I wouldn't say a lot, but like the vibe definitely changed because like when it was Alex and Basil, like we never, aside from a couple of like ideas and like you know, it wasn't a structure. Yeah, definitely or, not. It was, it was more a jam band. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, Indeed. And as time has gone, now that you guys are back, um, now that Liam's leaving and um, Mike is, he was subbing for us. Um, he's, you know, God bless you. Thank you for playing with us. Um, God, he's God bless you. Willing to play with us again, but um, it's kind of starting to slowly but surely like revert back to like that sort of jam vibe, and so it's yeah. I think uh, took a couple different directions, but like the place that it's coming to now, I think is. Uh, a good balance between mm -hmm. the two. I agree. Yes. Um, so, and, and that's the beauty of playing with this group is that like it's it's like you said, you know, it's like a good hang. It can't just be a jam where we can literally just yeah screw around and like right. come up with some fun stuff, like enough to like get people going and enough to like entertain ourselves, entertain the people, and like make some good music. But like on a more like um, structured sense, like we're all like capable and like trained musicians where like we can read parts. Or just like put out a chart in front of each other and just be like, okay, let's let's try it this way, um, and work off some structure. And so like yeah. going forward, it's kind of nice that we have we're able to do both. You know, yeah. it makes it easy too, like part arranging because it's like as opposed to me like writing out every single note for every single measure, mm -hmm. I can block out like eight bars, just be like. Do you, you know, yeah, and right. like trust that like oh, yeah. the dudes know what they're doing. That's part of being, that's part of the chemistry that makes exactly. a band or doesn't make a band. Right. Um, but yeah, going back to Taiwan, yes. me and Basil actually got a good amount of chances to like play out there. Oh, so wow. it was cool, cool to see like a different culture. Yeah. You know, being in Milwaukee my whole life, I've only seen one way of doing things. Right, yeah. And so like, you know, we played in Taipei for a few open jams, which was really nice. cool. Yeah, one of them, we had a... Uh, 
a drummer who was from France. Wow. And the, uh, the pianist was from somewhere in Latin America. Wow. That and is, so it was really cool to see like different cultures. Dude, that's cool. That is, never played with each other. That is global. Yeah. Was, yeah. Literally. And so, yeah, we did that. And then we both played, when we went to the south of Taiwan in Tainan, we played with this band called Co-Swing Big Band. And it's a swing big band. Shout out, Co-Swing. You're the best. Hope but anyway, I hope they watch it. Yeah. That was a fun time because the culture was just chill there too. Yeah. And so like, you know, we'd play for like three hours at a time. And like it was just fun on Thursday nights just going down, playing, chilling, yeah. having some drinks. It was awesome. So I had a I had a friend, one of my best friends, he was in China for uh, jazz. And he went on one of those like high school band trips. Like oh, he went to China. Crazy. And he was he he uh he made um he he made point of mentioning that like pe the way people like the crowd like observes and like you know receives like music like the spectacle part of it like just how they take it in is very different than mm -hmm. here like they just kind of stand there and watch and are silent you know and don't mm -hmm. really like they don't they don't go crazy and cheer like yeah. we're used to doing you know but um which can, I imagine, like, that can be off-putting to somebody who's not used to it, but it's kind of, I mean, I feel like it's important to, I guess, understand how different cultures are going to take in yeah. your music, you know, like that, so. Mm -hmm. Totally, I mean, I've played, like, gigs with these guys, or, like, you know, seven-piece band, we're crammed in a house, and just, like, you know, with some rowdy cats, and everybody's getting down, and just, like, having fun, and it's, it's a very, it's a moving vibe amongst everybody and mm -hmm. like there's so many moving parts but then i've also played like very like tightly like intimate like solo shows where like you can hear like a pin drop in the room and, oh like, yeah the dynamic between like they're they're equally like i say two beasts that are like equal in terms of um like a, a beast that like you want to like claim or tame in a sense yeah. where it's like working a crowd to that capacity with seven other musicians or six other musicians mm -hmm. not including myself mm -hmm. I think I imagine that makes it hard to uh, like uh, fit, find like a time that works for everyone to practice and shit yeah yeah I mean throughout I'd say when pineapple was picking up the most we established like a fucking time to be doing that. yeah it was like mostly Saturdays. Tuesday Tuesday nights were, was like the thing for the longest time yeah like yep. Tuesday nights at seven that was um, that's right. Yeah. Do you guys ever like you have moments where it's like you know you're like okay guys like now we got to be serious. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude, oh. Yeah, that was fifty percent of rehearsal. Well, it's, it's always like a different person. Shout out, Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every person had like had their own night. Like it was never. Yeah. I don't think there was ever a rehearsal in which like all seven of us were like on our shit. Just oh, like yeah. let's do oh, this. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. There'd always be one outlier, which like you know that's just like how the hang was. But, that like, reminds yeah, me of that sense. reminds me of our fraternity meetings. Like yeah. you can never stay on no, task because no. yeah. when there's a group and you know everyone is trying to ha like talk loudest you know it's there were like only a couple verses i could think of where it just like we got through maybe two songs and then we we're just like all right like it's done yeah exactly we need to go play um, super smash exactly right like, the energy was just too <laughs> much two birds for, like, one stone. <laughs> for the most part it was just like a matter of like i like allowing like that energy to breathe and like be crazy but then also like just like trying to like 
It was like herding cattle in a sense. Where it's like you're not about to like have the shit on a leash, oh, but like no, you're just yeah. kind of kind of like okay, like you kind of have to just go that way. Lure <laughs> them like slowly but surely. I know there was a couple instances with me where these these very fine, very fine gentlemen were like, hey, cut it out. But it's like I, I've been in I've been in rehearsals that are the exact opposite, where it's just like right. you know people are just they're like their faces in the music, and there's just like nobody's talking, and it's like it's not as it, it's harder. Like um, at least for me, like if I'm leading a rehearsal, for example, like I've led a pineapple rehearsal, and I've also led a rehearsal like that, and it's just like. With pineapple, it's like I wasn't necessarily the leader. I was just more so just the mediator. Just like okay, like yeah. try this, do that, and yeah. like everybody since they were super active and like bouncy, it was like everybody had their own input, <laughs> and we could just be like a, a turntable that like you know had. Well, we can channel it with that energy. Oh, it's fun. Oh, exactly. dude, that's that's yeah. the fucking thing. The that fact was, that we could fun. work with that dumb exactly. bullshit. Oh yeah, man, well, that, that's what pineapple that, was. Well, that went a far like, away, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was really killing. Um, but in the same sense, I've been in like rehearsals where it's just like okay, and then I'm just like like we'll play through the song, and then just everybody's just like silent after, just like looking at me, and I'm just like okay. That's just weird. Uh, what what do you guys think about it? And I'm just like it's pretty good. We played it. And it's like it happened. We, we got, yeah, we got yeah. through it. That was it was a okay. thing exactly. for a time. Exactly. Yeah. So with him leaving and with Liam gone, so like what? How I guess like uh, what's gonna become like the main focus of you guys like um, band wise and stuff? Like what are you guys gonna be focusing on moving forward with? So mm. it's a good well, you two are still continuing. So for a little bit we were taking like trio lessons with uh, his. Private Shout out again. to Devin Dropka. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. You know, field report. Field report. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Yeah, he's my drum teacher. The guy is an artist. Incredible. Yeah. Just an absolute artist. He's a guy that makes art. Oh man, that motherfucker can make art. Flame. But yeah, De- Devin's, Devin's amazing. <laughs> but um, you know, three of us were doing trio sessions with him. Okay. But this drummer was instructing us on just jazz standards. Right. Only working on jazz standards. So that's something that personally I want to be working on. Mainly. That's the thing with this band, like Pineapple Migraine. It was such a fun time, and all these players were such good friends and had so much chemistry. That's why I think whenever you come back to town, if we go up to Chicago, whenever you're fucking playing this shit, like, we get together and it just works. Yeah. You know, we don't have to be getting together all the time, and we don't need to keep up with each other. That's the beauty of these, these friendships, is yeah. we can just see each other, and it's like, alright, so let's just... Take it from where we left off, yeah. and that's it. Right. That's the hey, that's the that's the best thing to have, you know. Like that's what a real fucking friendship. Yeah, no, it fucking is. Like that's kept this yeah. so close. Yeah, for a long yeah. Time. Without a doubt, we don't have to constantly hit each other up and keep this shit glued together. It's right. it's natural, man. It's right. fucking natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys don't need that constant stream of validation that like this is still a thing. You know, mm-hmm. you know exactly. it is in your hearts, and that's yeah, there's no bad energy ever. Either. Right. Right. Oh man, it's yeah. beautiful. So George, tell me about a freelance musicianship. Oh man, so freelance. See ya. See ya. See ya. Good show. Yes. <laughs> you know, like with everything, you know, there's, you know, there's the good days and the bad days. And since you know, about a year ago, I, I dropped out of Concordia, and you know, I had some personal shit going on, but I just, you know, I wanted to get my own thing, so I, uh, 
I hit up some of my favorite, you know, bass players, and I was just like, you guys do lessons, and, and they do, so I get lessons from, like, Sheree Reed, who plays bass for Corey Henry and the Funk Apostles. Oh, fun. <laughs> uh, Snoop Evans is another guy. Uh, you know, I learned from Victor Wooten, and I went to, like, the International Musician Summit. <laughs> In North Carolina, so they have like Snarky Puppy guys there. Uh, Isaiah Sharkey, I've learned from him, and you know, I've just been trying to do my own thing. Oh, yeah, you're, yeah. you're getting put. Just an idea. Just an idea. Oh, you start something off like that. <laughs> I don't know, man. The fuck is that shit? <laughs> you asshole! <laughs> How could you? Go outside. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, this is the George and Yanni show now. But anyways, it all- ah! <laughs> I called down. It all started with an idea. So, um, so, like, I guess, like, what do you feel like uh, people need to know about people like you that are freelance musicians that like sure. have assumptions like you that. need exposure or something like that? Well, it's just not exposure. You know, like there's so much more than to just like, oh, you need that. You know, I got this gig for you and it's going to get you like 800 exposure dollars. You're going to get really exposed. Like it's your life. Yeah. You know, you still got to put money on the table. You know, right. you still got to provide yourself. Like I, you know, I've traveled. It doesn't pay rent. It doesn't pay rent. Like school or tuition. It doesn't. I've I've been lucky to travel, you know, throughout the country because of this. And you know, like I still got to pay for gas. I got to get my own food. Got to find places to stay. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, um, no, yeah. Like I, I think that's important for anyone who's like trying to properly platform musicians to understand that, like, you know, we're all trying to eat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're still working. You know, oh, shit's got yeah. to pay. Got like, yeah. Very few exceptions. Very few, if any. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like a, like a charity. We've talked a lot about like um, the DIY scene. Um, talked about like you know various other bands and artists and you know venues and stuff like that that are tr- doing their best to make it work, mm-hmm. uh, which is very commendable and it's. You know, and it's important because, you know, like, it, it's like we're making something out of nothing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's such a huge gap between, like, the artists that are headlining, like, you know, all the big, like, street festivals all summer, and then the people that, you know, aren't as well known that are playing basements and, you know, playing whatever gigs that they can get, you know, there's a huge gap with that. Uh, so I guess, like... What do you want to see more of in, in both the music lovers and the and you know other artists? Like, what do you want to see more that's going to improve like the DIY scene? I guess I care for the music. I care for the quality of music for one, and a respect, yeah. just a mutual respect between all bands. Because man, when you see the other bands that are playing a show with you, you're all doing the same shit. Yeah. No, you're all doing the same shit. Each of you is, in many ways, the same person, projecting what you want to project to an audience. And that's, you're getting on the stage, and this audience is sitting there watching you. They're putting all that time, and time is fucking money. They're all putting all that time into watching you do your thing, share your message. So care about that audience. Yes. Just interact with them. Don't be your own person on stage. You have become their servant in a sense. Right. Like you're projecting your person onto them. So care about that shit. Of course. That's care. Care. Shout care. out to care. Care. Happy birthday, Sam. Seriously, that's big shit. Yeah, no, that's real. And for one, uh, 
I want to see people stay for the whole gig. You know, mm. like when people leave early, if they oh, yeah. it's the worst. You know, and I mean, everyone is guilty of it at one point or another because, I mean, people have their shit going on, whatever. And I respect that. But mm. when people, like, stay for one band or come, or they come late and don't see the rest of the show just by choice, just because they want to see one artist on the bill, like, yeah. it kind of irks me when people do that because, like, you know, if, you, if you're... Being that if you're going to be there to support local talent, then support local talent. Don't just support what you're familiar with. And that's something I just want to see, like, in general. Like, not even just, like, in the DIY scene. Just anywhere, anyone playing music or anyone coming out to show up for music. Because it's one thing to show up and be present, but care. that's where the care comes in. Mm-hmm. You have to yeah. fucking care that, like, you know, this is, like, what we got. Seriously, man. Seriously. Yeah, so we're going to close out. Um, Alex, what keeps you up at night? Keeps me up at night? What keeps you up at night? Well, right now it's it's Josh uh, moving. Oh, yeah. You know what keeps me up at night? What keeps me up Every day I don't see you. Oh, oh care. <laughs> I've got it. You've got it. Tylen's got it. <laughs> Man, I bet you want to go back. <laughs> you know what keeps me up at night? Global warming. Yes. That's a good point. That's a really fucking... It's real. Good, yeah. It's real. It's and the time away spent from these people. It's all... That too. Right? Yeah. Shout out to climate change. Shout out to climate change. Okay. Joshua keeps up at night. My kitty. Your kitty. Oh, the ones on your shirt? These. Nice. Yeah. They actually, uh... Dude, you own a lot of cats, dude. Wow. Twelve oh two. They all are all yours. Like, how do you like? It's a lot. Start, how do you like? How do you? Non-league. Most remember all the bugs. It's uh, <laughs> it's tough, but or I mean, they all have club, such a a specific personalities that uh, yeah. makes it easy. Oh, yeah, that's right. a good one. That's, um, good. that's a keeper. Uh, Josh, what puts you to sleep? Ah, uh, my Ooh. kitty. <laughs> oh, sorry, right, right, right. Yeah. The cuddles. He's either biting my toes or cuddling with me, and either one is cute. Lovely. Perfect. We'll put you to sleep. When it's rare, good tunes. Niani, what uh, puts you to sleep? Your suffix of Mr. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mr. What the? Nice guy. Your prefix of Mr. Shout out Charles Love. Birthdays. Alex will you sleep. The buttery, sweet, smooth licks of everyone here. God, <laughs> get, get the fuck out. Get your own fucking serious. Get your own asshole. If you don't like my band, then you can just get yeah. it out. You can just get yeah. out. <laughs> if you don't like America, you can just get out. Thank you for being on the show. Glad you. just not a real thing. Hey, you're a... It's a pretty nice guy. It's pretty nice guy. You know, one problem I've always had with this... What? Is that our friendship has just started? <laughs> 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 uh, Ven 
then Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. Thank you for stomaching uh, this past hour, bearing with us. Uh, love you I guys. I barely could. It's <laughs> me and Mario. Still hungry. What the fuck are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> we'll see you next time.